Hi, this is Jeanette Creamore, or you may know me as JC. Welcome to Laugh, Learn, Lead, a podcast show that helps project sponsors, project managers, and their teams shape their project success stories. I'll be sharing interviews that bring a different perspective to what project success looks and feels like, as well as unpacking our conversations to provide insights and practical tips. Stay tuned and enjoy. Hi listeners, last episode I caught up with Shane Hatton, a leadership communication speaker, author and trainer. We talked about his book, Lead the Room, what is good communication and how we can make an impact as a presenter. Today I want to talk about how to prepare and facilitate workshops and meetings with confidence. Look, I know I've experienced, I'm sure you have as well, that we get that invite for another meeting and then we go, oh, not another one or our day's already full and we just want to defer and not attend. And yet our curiosity, we rock up anyway. And then we're in the room and we don't really feel engaged and we walk away with no real outcome. So I'm sure you're kind of giggling to yourself or, or a sigh, just going, yes, I've experienced that. And yet communication is a key ingredient for project success. But we struggle to be great at it. Um, I'm not going to go into some of the underlying personal attributes on what um, creates our um, relevance and our fears around communicating and presenting. That's totally another workshop if you want to come and join me one day, um, but not for this podcast. I really wanted to um, talk about um, Shane's book. And one of the things that I related to was... Um, on page 14, he talked about the, showed us a diagram about the platform leadership ladder. And it shows how we communicate has a direct result on how people feel. For example, people are more likely to be disengaged or barely listen if we speak at them. And yet people are more likely to feel engaged and trusted when we connect with them. And I'm sure you're sitting there nodding as, as you hear this as well, because you've heard it. And yet as project managers or project executives, team members, business analysts, um, the role that you play in a project, more often than not, you're going to be responsible for preparing and facilitating a workshop or a meeting. And sometimes this is a fear. Um, Sometimes you're excited of doing it. Look, I love workshops and meetings um, when I'm facilitating, but I wasn't like that at the beginning. I was always the one that um, sat in the back of the room and observed a lot until I felt as if I needed to add something. Um, And I always wondered why there was one person talking in the room and not others and, or why we were sitting around a table and we should have been white, you know, workshopping um, it with, you know, our solution on a whiteboard. And so, you know, more than 20 years ago, I was very naive and, um, I was very new at this, but you know, practice and practice and practice. Um, I'm now confident uh, when I'm asked to facilitate workshops or um, organise meetings. And I wanted to share probably the three things that I focus on when, um, when I know that I actually have to bring people together. And the first thing is prepare. The so number one, know your purpose. So in preparing for um, a workshop or a meeting, Know its purpose. Why are you having it? What is it that you need to get out of it? 
why are you bringing people together? Why do you think this is the platform that allows you to speak or present that's going to get the answers that you're looking for? Or alternatively, could it be a simple phone call and actually just ask someone a question? Do you really need to bring people together, either face-to-face in a meeting room or uh, virtually through a conference um, platform like um, Zoom, WebEx, Skype. Um, no, so in finding out the purpose, there's really only, I find, a couple of reasons why we bring people together. And that is we're looking for a decision or we're looking for a consensus um, of opinion to get to a, an agreed decision. And sometimes that's okay to go out and consult and and understand different people's perspectives. But for the decision that you're seeking, is it a group decision or is it an individual's decision? And you have to prepare information for them to understand. So is it about, is the purpose of your meeting or workshop about decisions? Or is it to clarify Um, some information. It may be that you're trying to understand someone's requirements. Maybe you're trying to um, get them to help you identify risks. Um, Maybe you're getting them to understand um, the impacts um, for training. You know, how can we actually do it better? So you're actually looking for clarification of information. And yet once again, What's the best way to get that answer for you? And the other reason I think we get people together is just to update, you know, um, give people information. You know, it's like, um, have you ever had the invite to a town hall? Um, a town hall is um, a tag or a, uh, an analogy for bringing people together to give them an update. Um, um, and is that update important face-to-face or is it part of a newsletter? For whatever reason you are bringing people together, you must know the purpose. And in preparing for that, you must prepare an agenda or at least some mechanism that people will understand why why they have been invited, what is going to be presented or talked about or shared, who else potentially is attending, Um, what you expect to get out of the session um, and what role do you expect them to play. Now, agendas can take many shapes and forms. Um, I have one that I use regularly and share with my um, clients and it very much is that um, each topic or agenda item has um, who is presenting or facilitating that topic Um, and what the expected outcome is, if it's for noting, if it's for decision or it's for action. Because I really think that that's the only, they're the only three. You might have others and I'd be keen to understand why else do you think we have to talk about something, uh, why we have to discuss and collaborate if it's not for noting, decision or action. So that's the first thing is um, really prepare. And in preparation, when you're looking at, seeking people to attend do you really know their role in the project and are they a decision maker are they an influencer are they a subject matter expert 
what role are they playing for you in the project and, and the purpose for them attending the meeting or workshop? And do you know enough about them, about how they absorb information and how do they normally participate? Um, are they people that like information presented to them up front and then they have a couple of days to reflect and think about it? Or are they people that think on their feet and can respond quite quickly? In preparing, not just the agenda, sometimes you have to um, provide some supporting information for them to pre-read. And I call it homework or fun work. Um, I would say seven out of 10 times when I bring people together, there is always pre-work to be done. And that way then I know that people have a choice to either come prepared themselves because they've read the um, information and they've jotted down their own questions to ask or they've got kind of responses already prepared around the agenda items. And so it's not just who you're inviting. It's not um, what you want to talk about, but it's about how you can how, how you can help them prepare. And also the environment that you're going to conduct this workshop and meeting in. So although um, most people might say, oh, to prepare is just an agenda, I think it also is about um, those other things about who's attending, how they like to have information presented to them um, and their location and the environment that you're trying to create to get the best out of the session. So you've so let's step forward a couple of weeks because um, hopefully you've sent out a calendar invite in advance. If not, um, you know, I know we have these urgent meetings, but that's why I get to that purpose again. How urgent are they really? And can one person make a decision or take action or what you want to talk about? But we're in on the day, we've, we've got the people in the room or we've got them online um, virtually and we're looking at one another face-to-face. -face. Um, and the next tip is about facilitating. And facilitating in a meeting or workshop is really the chairperson's responsibility. Now, that chairperson can be... Um, anyone in the room, it can be an independent, it can be a guest, it can be, you can rotate the responsibility if it's a regular catch-up. But facilitating a room of people um, is about engaging them and about really connecting to why they think that they're there. So remember you sent them the agenda, you sent them what you're trying to achieve out of it. Your role now is to facilitate that room and to communicate in a way that they feel connected with and that they can trust you. Um, and facilitation can be about observing people that aren't contributing and trying to tap in and understand why and actually maybe even asking others to pause for a moment and, and ask that person, um, are you okay? Um, is there anything that you want to ask? Um, can I help clarify something? So although there's silence in the room by an individual, it doesn't mean that they're disengaged. It might be that they're thinking or they might not feel as if they're comfortable enough to have an opinion or ask a question. So your role of, as a facilitator is to engage the whole room, not just the talkers. And sometimes as a facilitator, we actually have to ask the talker to, um, to give someone else a go. And, and it's about listening to everyone's opinion. And remember the agenda item that you're talking about, for what purpose is it? If it's information, you really don't need to have everyone um, having an opinion. But if it's about action, you're trying to do problem solving, having that diverse thinking and opinions in the room is um, 
very important. So just don't listen to one voice. Listen to what's not being spoken. And when I mean listen, observe their body language. Observe, are they pushing away from the table and disengaged? Are they jotting down notes to try and get their thoughts out of their head um, so that they can articulate um, their opinion and thought um, accurately? Um, So facilitating and also use some visual aids. And even if you're online, using visual aids is so incredible. You you can share screens. So you can have... um, whiteboards, you can have um, big sticky notes, Um, you can have um, jotted um, templates um, on the table where people can jot down their responses. So facilitation is using all the communication techniques, just not the voice, but also the visual. Um, So you've had a great um, meeting and workshop, Um, you've engaged the audience, You've achieved what you wanted out of that session because people are on board early because you sent them, remember, they they were prepared, they knew the purpose, and so they rocked up with the right mindset and they wanted to participate. The third thing is um, follow-up. Now, we all get, we leave the room um, and we get back to our day job or what we're busy doing. And although we might have committed um, in the meeting or the workshop on a decision or an action, our role um, as the person who's prepared for the session and then facilitated the session, our role is to follow up as well. And what I mean by that is if there's a decision, um, of course, first thing, minute it, document it, whatever the technique is for you, record it somewhere, um, the outcomes of the meeting. But then um, if that decision... um, is then needs to be implemented, follow up with the person that made the decision and see if they've got any advice about how to go about implementing it. Or it might be that they had to go away and find some additional information before the decision could be made out of session. Um, If there's actions assigned to people, follow up, give them due dates. Two days before a due date, how are you going? Am I going to be able to get that back from you uh, by the date that you committed to in the meeting? So, when we're thinking about communicating with our people in a, in a workshop or a meeting, the engagement and the communication starts way before that actual session. It starts when we're preparing for it. Um, and right then you're already starting to um, influence or represent your style of communication but by the way that you're preparing for it how you're sending out information early enough for people to to read or you are too busy and you just drop a calendar invite and you expect people to rock up. So think about how you are communicating to people way before the meeting in the workshop and then also following the workshop because how you are seen as a um, communicator in a project isn't just when you're face-to-face, it's, it's always. And um, one of the things that I can remember Shane um, talking to um, me about in the interview was about um, who we are, um, how we go about it, and what we say are, are three kind of ingredients or um, mannerisms or behaviours that people look at when they're looking at us to lead a room and how we're communicating. 
So that's about it for today. Um, I just really wanted to follow up because I resonated with um, Shane's book and also how it's not just for keynote speakers, his book. It's not just for if you are in front of an audience um, and you're presenting um, a topic. It also can be applied to smaller groups and smaller moments, either one-on-one meetings um, when we might be giving feedback to someone. It might be when we are... Um, presenting at a um, executive board meeting. It might be when we're um, sharing some new information with um, our team members. Whatever the moment is, um, we have to show up and be our best communicator that we can. And so in summary, my three tips were prepare, know the purpose, facilitate, engage the audience, follow-up, decisions and actions get results. And as always, I like to close out with my favourite quote from my conversation with Shane. And this week it's, do I have something valuable to say? Thank you for listening and I hope you have a few ideas to take action. I would love for you to rate and review the show. I too need feedback to learn. Cheers for now. Remember, a day without laughter is a day wasted.